Polar7 Enterprises presents Comic NFTs, an ethical approach, using digital collectibles to enhance your independent comic business. Read for you by the author, Greg Choswald. For access to extensive references, images, and a glossary meant for beginners, be sure to download your copy of the book at comicnfts.com. Hey everyone, Greg here. I hope you've had a great week. It's definitely starting to feel like fall around here, but it's still quite dry. I never thought I'd have to say it here in Vancouver, but we actually need some rain sooner than later to deal with some drought conditions. Very bizarre. Comic-wise, over the last few days, I've spent quite a, a lot of time working on a short horror story that I hope to submit to anthologies. I'll probably publish it under a pseudonym so that the neighbors don't associate me with the zombie apocalypse. This week, I continue my reading from the glossary of Comic NFTs and Ethical Approach. Be sure to download the book to see the links and videos that go with each definition. Without further ado, here we go. The term is End User Licensing Agreement, or EULA, or EULA. Think giant unread legal text most people skip when they use an app the first time. An End User Licensing Agreement, aka EULA, is a legally binding agreement between the original owner slash creator of a product and the end user. In the NFT context, it is often a description of what rights the holder of an NFT has after they have purchased it. While the right to resell an NFT is implied, other uses of digital assets and underlying intellectual property can and should be carefully crafted by a lawyer to avoid any confusion. Some NFT creators grant all commercial rights to the image associated with an NFT i.e. you can create t-shirts with the image, while other EULAs are crafted to protect the underlying IP. For example, owning a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Funko NFT does not give you the right to make commercial products from the NFT image. These types of restrictions typically appear in the EULA linked in the metadata of the NFT. Consult a comic industry NFT knowledgeable lawyer about your end-user licensing agreement. The word is FOMO. Think anti-common sense contagion. FOMO, or fear of missing out, is the same whether you're talking about NFTs or a party you really want to attend but need to go grocery shopping so you will have food in the house. With NFTs, it is usually used in a warning sentence like, be careful of the hype and don't FOMO in. It is a warning about making poor purchasing decisions based on manipulated emotions. The vast majority of higher-priced hyped NFTs start at a high sale price and fall for a while after the initial offering. Only the best NFT projects sell for a price above their initial public offering price, especially on a short-term scale. As ethical creators of comic NFTs, we need to market and sell a good product, not one sold only on hype and FOMO. Taking advantage of people's emotions can be profitable, but it is not a recipe for long-term success. The word is fungible. Think interchangeable. One dollar bill is essentially the same as any other dollar bill, and as such is a fungible item. For collectors, one print comic is not usually the same as another print comic, even if they are the same issue, as the condition of the comic is a consideration affecting the value. In this case, individual comics are non-fungible to collectors, but could be considered fungible to someone who simply reads the book and doesn't care about its condition. This is a hyper-specific term inherited from the world of economics that has nothing to do with mushrooms, yeasts, or molds. The term is IP, or intellectual property. Dad, Carrie's copying me. Why don't you draw something else then, hun? That, but for grown-ups. Intellectual property, IP, refers to intangible creations of the mind used in commerce that are protected by law. 
Be sure to consult a lawyer for the exact details, but in general, IP includes inventions, literary and artistic works, designs and symbols, names and images. Note that this list does not include ideas, so get out there and create. In the comics world, IP is often used interchangeably with world, for example, Star Wars IP, which is not entirely accurate. But you can assume that if someone has taken the time to create and sell items, including NFTs from a comic world, things like their logos have been deliberately registered and protected using aspects of IP law. IPFS. Think file storage, just in the cloud and not run by Amazon, Apple, or Microsoft. IPFS, aka the Interplanetary File System, allows users to automatically store a digital file in many redundant locations typically end-user computers, and easily retrieve it. If you are old enough to remember Napster, LimeWire, or more recently BitTorrent, you have essentially seen how it works. The word is key. Think secret decoder ring. In cryptography, a key is a string of letters and or numbers that are used to decipher or encode information. If you remember the scene in A Christmas Story where Ralphie uses his Ovaltine secret decoder ring to decipher a secret message, it's a little like that, except with a code that is several orders of magnitude harder to crack than the simple substitution method seen in the movie. In the NFT world, we talk about wallets storing a private key and a public key. The private key is used by your wallet software to add an entry to the blockchain that is uniquely yours. For example, transfer XYZ NFTs. As such, it should never be shared. In most NFT wallets, you don't even see this key without digging under menus to find it. Never, ever, ever share your private key. In contrast, the public key is like a bank routing number on a check. This public-facing address can be shared with anyone wanting to share an NFT or cryptocurrency with you. The word is Kickstarter. Think Creator's Market. Kickstarter.com is the OG crowdfunding platform for independent comics. Creators can sell or even pre-sell their comic to users around the world using this website. As the market leader, most of the data I have included is from Kickstarter, but creators should be aware that there are other options emerging all the time. Examples as of this edition include Zoop, Crowdfunder, Indiegogo, and Backerkit. The word is Marketplace. Think eBay, Craigslist, or Facebook Marketplace for NFTs. In the NFT world, the term Marketplace refers to a website or app where NFTs can be purchased, sold, or traded. Some NFT markets support NFT trading on multiple chains, but most are blockchain-specific, i.e. you'll want to go to an NFT marketplace that supports Solana if you want to buy your first Solana-based NFT. NFT marketplaces are not stores that buy their wares at wholesale prices and then resell them. Instead, they are more like an organized convention floor or digital flea market, where multiple NFT providers and users have set up their digital tables to sell items from their collections. Sales are typically done in the marketplace's native cryptocurrency, but some marketplaces accept credit cards, either in addition to crypto or exclusively. There are now several dozen active NFT marketplaces, but trading volume is dominated by about 10. For real-time numbers, see datparadar.com slash NFT slash marketplaces. Note that, as of this writing, this is a good but not an exhaustive list of where NFTs can be bought, sold, or traded. The word is metadata. Think data about data. Location coordinates attached to a photo you take with your smartphone are an example of metadata. The location, a type of descriptive metadata, 
describes the photo, the actual data being described. NFT metadata is stored like a database entry with fields having names and values that help the NFT owner understand what they have. Most NFTs have mint numbers and names attached to them, for example. A comic NFT might have an issue number, series name, illustrator, etc. Basically, anything you'd see in a diamond catalog entry is a candidate to be added to a comic NFT's metadata. All of this metadata follows the NFT wherever it is traded. Mint. Think create. Used as a verb. For example, I'm going to mint an NFT on the Wax blockchain. Unlike minting a gold coin at the Canadian Mint, a specialized currency factory, programming code behind the scenes is used to create or mint individually identifiable NFTs on a blockchain. Related, the term mint number is an indication of the order in which an NFT was created, essentially a time of creation stamp. If you want to mint an NFT, there are many tutorials online, on Medium, YouTube, etc., but keep in mind that minting tools tend to be blockchain-specific. Minting on Ethereum is different than minting on Wax, for example. But in both cases, there are pretty straightforward guides and tools available. In the future, I may try and create collections of the best resources for several different blockchains to try and point you in the right direction. In the meantime, Google how to mint an NFT on left bracket, the blockchain you plan to use, right bracket, if you want to get started. So that's probably enough techno babble for one day. Next week, we cover N through P. Have a great rest of the day. You've been listening to pages 148 through 159 of Comic NFT's An Ethical Approach. The book in its entirety is available as a free PDF to all subscribers at comicnfts.com and for a small fee via Kindle and Gumroad.